Hey, hey there. It's Benji. And this is Hector Lime wearing a mask of the face of Marco Sparks that I acquired for secrets. We're doing the intro to the intro here. This is uh, part two of our commentary tracks that we're doing with Joseph Doherty and Norman Buckley talking about S4E4 FaceTime. Mm-hmm. This was mm-hmm. also recorded a long time ago. It was recorded back to back with the previous episode. So this know, is uh, watch out after for our, jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's after our bathroom break. <laughs> After we abruptly ended the last podcast because uh, we had to run to the user restroom. Oh, I had to run to the bathroom. <laughs> Four men on a Zoom call who have to pee. <laughs> That's my uh, one act uh, off Broadway play. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than uh, unfolding this wonderful episode for us, uh, which I have to say I enjoyed recording all these podcasts, so no shade to the rest of them. I think this one might be my favorite. It's great. You're giving me nothing on that now, huh? I just. I just want this joke to go on forever. Mm-hmm. I'll try. I'm gonna can try. we just go back and like, like uh, George Lucas, just edit that into every episode. Maybe every we will. Episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, the other reason we're doing this intro, other than to let you know, this was recorded a little while ago. was to know that uh, we have a book coming out. It's called Trouble Always Finds Me. You can find more information about it at uh, TroubleAlwaysFindsMe.com. It is a sequel to the first book we put out last year. That book was called My Name is Trouble. So it's about a girl detective named Trouble. It's up to no good. Solving mysteries. Lots mm-hmm. of fun. We are doing a little contest to help promote the book here. If you would like to co-host a podcast with us, either on Bros Watch PLL2 or on Headcanon, our sister podcast, you can by entering this contest. The way you enter the contest <laughs> Is by taking a photo of the book or of your e-reader with the cover of the book showing and tweeting it or Instagramming it. Hashtag RoseWatchPL2. You know, it occurs to me we're not tapping into the uh, the TikTok market. I guess uh, I guess I just don't know enough about that. I don't have a TikTok. I'm not 15. Yeah. And Sorry, trying to save trying to save democracy mm-hmm. from uh, Kellyanne Conway's basement. If you TikTok it, just let us know, I guess. Just email us. Yeah, but- just... Go ahead and tell us. Mm-hmm. I'm not so, going to watch it. Tweet a photo of the book, Instagram photo of the book. Use the hashtag trouble always finds me and we will find you. We'll see the hashtag. We'll notate it. We'll have a drawing and two people will be picked to host episodes of the podcast with us. You can do a PLL commentary podcast where we watch an episode or you can pick a movie or TV show and we'll talk about that on Headcanon. So mm-hmm. everyone wins, but mostly yeah. us because we get to talk to you. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is so warm and just nice and unexpected. I know this is this is the time for you, Benjamin Light stands. Get on this. Yes, indeed. Find a way. Find a way to like. If I were you, people out there, I'd be cheating and like finding a way to get so many entries just just to cuddle up next to this guy right here. If you both tweet it and Instagram it, uh, that is two entries there. You get your name in twice. So you loophole yeah, it. Cheat the system. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should mention this is uh, this contest is going to run until the end of the month of October. So you've got a few weeks there in which to do this. Uh, and then I suppose sometime in November we'll be doing our recording. You know, we'll work with people. Figure out we'll be doing it uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. hopefully that'll be working for your schedule. Sure, sure. Actually on Thanksgiving. To probably on Thanksgiving. This, yeah. or, and we'll stop every few minutes to say, are you thankful for this? Well, then I won't have to go to Thanksgiving dinner. I'll have an excuse. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Well, that's enough of us. Please enjoy the rest of this podcast with Joe and Norman. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, use the bathroom first because we did. Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye.
I am Benjamin Light. And I'm Marcus Parks. And welcome back to Bros Watch PL2. We are picking up right where we left off at the end of uh, S4E3 in our commentary podcast. Uh, we're back with Joseph Doherty and Norman Buckley again to talk about S4E4 FaceTime. Hi, guys. Hey. Hello. <laughs> welcome back. It's good uh, to be back. Welcome back. I feel like we've I feel like we've never been away. <laughs> <laughs> well, nature did call. Uh, so the question uh, that, it, it, that was kind of that was kind of like a ignominious end to the last <laughs> podcast, wasn't it? <laughs> this is our moments later uh, in PLL parlance. But uh, the question I really wanted to ask you guys at the end of the last one was when uh, Pam comes and delivers that news to Emily. Her face is completely in shadow. So I was very curious about how that came about which whose choice that was that was that was in the script that was in the script and it was something that's that's a shot that i really love but i would never uh do a shot like that that wasn't scripted because there would be too many people who would push back on that so read what's in the script joe okay actually i i I gave you two i I gave you two options to do it uh just okay uh a knock at the door a knock at her door Emily buries the phone in the bedclothes as her mother opens the door. Pam stands in the doorway, a dark silhouette against the hall white, hallway light. Then there's the dialogue, and Pam says, I, was saying, <clears throat> I just got off the phone with him, your dad. Family services called him, too. And the last line of the script is, Emily looks at the dark mom-shaped void in the doorway. She can't see her mother's face. Yeah, I think that... Uh... That kind of shot uh, on a television show as a visiting director, you would never want to kind of take the liberty of doing something like that without that kind of permission from the script because um, too many people would uh, complain. <laughs> but I really love the fact that Joe wrote that so that I was able to shoot a shot like that. Well, I think it's bold too, since you were talking about the way you use light in almost a film noir way in that previous episode and to have it actually go to a figure almost completely in darkness, I think is a really bold choice for the end of the episode. I mean, you know, most people would think you would go to somebody more, more bathed in light, but I love that you guys just went like complete shadow. I think, you know, you're, you, it's a, we were taking an effort. We wanted, we wanted this to be something we were proud of. We wanted it to be something people would watch there that, that would stick in their eyes. You know, you can, you can, just pour light onto a set until there aren't any shadows and by god you could shoot it fast but who'd want to watch it (laughs) (laughs) on with the liars it's like their lives are just always constantly getting worse so it it fits for now even emily's mother is this uh the silhouette who she can't totally trust anymore well and but we thought we could do that stuff we thought we could do that stuff yeah and a mom-shaped void is also the same shape as as a you know what i mean like all the as far as whatever you want to psychologically say a represents to these girls there's an overlap there yeah um so yeah now this episode yes we're gonna dive back into uh s4e4 here if you're playing along at home get ready we're gonna do the previouslys uh, as well as the uh the regular show so we're gonna start playing in three two one play now, one of my favorite characters shows up in this episode. Oh, yeah? Who's that? That would be Lieutenant Linda Tanner. Oh, she's yeah. already appeared there, right? No. Or was it no. Holbrook first and then Tanner? Holbrook and then Tanner here. Okay, right. Okay. 
like John the Baptist preparing the way. <laughs> I feel like Tanner was always with us. It's weird to think that she didn't come on the show until season four. That just feels odd. Yeah. So. Also, uh, social media shout out. One of two. Like finding, going back and researching. Thank God for you, Norman Buckley, because like your Twitter posts, your, your Tumblr posts really give me like a roadmap of where things were. But also <laughs> the hashtag du jour of this episode was Caleb saves the day. they must have worked overtime at abc family that day all right some of those hashtags yeah some of those hashtags particularly when the hashtag this is that shot with the the train always going through it oh and here's the dad he's back lots of trains but that's the only time you see the train that you hear yeah during the rest of the series well this is a just a dirty episode do we have any train whistles happening in the background here there uh i'm sure there are train whistles and there are dog barking there are usually the these they get up they were in the script too Mm. and 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 hindi the post-production producer really said that i was aware of that kind of texture I definitely noticed them more five years forward. It seemed like the train was always a a serious portent of something bad out there five yes, years forward. That's what she felt she felt the train was bad and the dogs were something else. I can't remember. <laughs> I love this shirt. I love this was one of um my like favorite she, outfits. She's just shirt. covered with ice cream. Happy what? Is Happy like Ashley? This? Happy Ashley, yeah, I remember this. Doesn't Spencer Happy wear this Ashley. shirt later on? Oh, I just remember this. God, this broke the podcast when we first covered this because we were like, <laughs> what does this shirt say? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Spencer wears this when she's uh, having her uh, like study pill induced uh, euphoria. Mm-hmm. And she like wakes up at Would school. It, wouldn't it say happy Troyan then? No, she literally has to wear the same shirt <laughs> wow. because uh, yeah. it's like the only thing to wear those at school. Or oh, I thought she like had that. like a hoodie or like a Rosewood Sharks like shorts and Maybe the, maybe it's something else. That, but I know at some point she does have to wear that shirt. I'm, I'm almost positive. If wow. I'm wrong, sorry. Oh, we got, oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. And then eventually we'll cut from this to yeah. Tanner and Holbrook and Crow and <laughs> Servo. <laughs> <laughs> I had not thought of it the MST aspect of this, but thank you. I I, I will embrace that. I'm so happy with these two guys. These two characters. Were I so loved. Nice. I loved uh, Lieutenant Tanner. She's just, you know, the worst cop in the world, but what an entertaining character. So, I don't know. I think she's a really good cop. She's very. It's just, my feeling was always that Tanner's problem is something that she doesn't figure out until very late in the day. Is basically she assumes this is a normal town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is, and it isn't. It isn't until she starts to understand how crazy the place is that she's able to. Well, I mean, that. it was kind of absurd, though the whole, uh, the whole, you know, three seasons on. I know you <laughs> girls are up to something. I just don't know what. I love you know? the uh, the cop lingo there. They're talking about the couple of homicides the locals keep tripping over. <laughs> no, because no, that's where that's why I always made it. I made a. I kept reminding people, excuse me, these are these are state cops. They're coming from the attorney general's office. 
I think you nail it though in the five years forward when she's just like, hey, fun fact, you guys are off to college. Not a single person gets murdered in this town. You come back, immediately someone's dead. <laughs> I find that a very interesting statistic. Don't you? That's what we call an orgy of evidence. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's just... Arya looks like she's admiralty in her own goth navy. navy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is another area that was built oh and i like this scene this was a great oh, scene yeah, with these this the, the, yeah this is uh, like, where spencer has a mother and her two daughters line i think right yeah, you get this. You, this basically is one of those things where you now know exactly what this family was has been like for the past twenty years. And I love uh, Leslie Ferris. She's such a delight to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's had the. I've written some. I've had to write stuff for her that's so hard for actors to play, but the scenes of Troy on her. It, you know, I, these, these three these three together were great because it was just effortless all three yeah. of them just knew how to yeah uh, nail it well it's, it's like, like, Veronica... it's, like if you were, if it's like if you were uh my 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 guess is, is it's like if you were to go back and and, and look at the jailers you'd see that these things that the whole thing is like take two take three and take mm-hmm. one yeah I was saying, like Veronica, it's like half time she's the 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 ringmaster of these two, and the other half time she's like the starting gun. <laughs> <laughs> whatever search, whatever's best. Yeah. Some great reaction shots from Tori DeVito in this too. Just watching Spencer spin out of control here. What? She's trying to help you. Oh God, what a family! We are so not going to their house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Also, Spencer's getting her sister's hand-me-down skulking trench coat. <laughs> yes. For, for casual skulking. Yeah. I would be honored and privileged to have it. Well, don't be sarcastic. This is, I, I mean, I like this scene, but I don't quite understand what's happening. But I love this. I just love the way that these two, the, the two cops come in and they're cops. Mm-hmm. Also, she just has a crystal ball on her desk. For normal reasons. Well, you know, maybe that was all. This, this was the this was the first scene that um, Roma did with uh, with Ashley, and um, this was one of those days where Ashley just really wanted to be done with the scene. <laughs> <laughs> she just really wanted to be done with the scene, and I just remember like was saying, she, "Was it like the end of the day?" And she just wanted to go yes. and do something. Yes, I, it was. It was happened. the end of the day, and I was just like, you know, um, we have a new uh, actress here. Let like let's. <laughs> Set up and pay attention. Like a good director, you were like, use it, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was more like uh, Ashley. Like, um, um, come to, let's let's (laughs) participate. I wonder if Ashley Marin has seen all this cash and Wilden safety deposit and just being like, oh, I could have stolen that too. Yeah, no, she's like, 
Thank you, gentlemen. After this episode, I had to Google, is a drop gun what I think it is? And I was like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> yep. He was not a good cop. You know, drop gun with filed off serial number. But I, I like the way that uh, Holbrook and Tanner are kind of very casual about it. They really project this vibe of like the adults are now in the room police-wise. Yeah. Like, these yeah. guys actually know what they're doing. Of course, we'll eventually discover that's not the case, but... <laughs> Yeah, and, and and Hannah's not suspicious at all in terms of her behavior. No, but the best part is that she she really thinks that she's like playing it cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the fact that I feel like Roma Mafia is just like you know what I'm going to do in every scene I'm going to fuck shit up. Yeah, that's what I love about her. This is like again. I think it's like this is the kind of lighting that the, the number I was talking about that she got from Larry and from you for lit it's by a laptop. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a DP once told me when I was starting, I said, "I mean, I understand you want to do dark. Please remember, it takes longer to light dark than it does to light light." Mm. One thing that all siblings have in common is the need for leverage <laughs> when conversing. That's a pretty shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is actually, this is actually like, well, no, we did do a scene down at the bottom. But the whole idea is this is, Emily's bedroom was on the stage, but the the front room of her house was the house on the, on the back lot. Back lot, yeah. yeah. It's like on front. And now she's back at the doctor's office inside Toby's house. Because this, doctor, <laughs> this doctor's office was actually staged on Toby's house. So we shot this scene and the scene in the last episode at the same time. I like that she's wearing camo, like in solidarity with her dad here. <laughs> this office will get blown up a year later. <laughs> like, yep. Well, no, well, yeah, it's just... like, <laughs> I remember because I mean, like, I was they looked at me cockeyed, but when when we found out that they were going to, I think it was they were demolishing Emily's house because of termites. And that we couldn't use it, and I, and I think I was, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was the one who said, "Well, can we drive a car through it first, or blow it up, or something?" I mean, <laughs> seems a waste just to tear it down. Now, Emily's house, I believe, is the one that is Monica and Ross's parents' house on Friends. It's been in a thousand things. It's in yeah. Flamingo Road oh, yeah. with Joan Crawford. You nice. know, it's and, it's and, in the Bad and, Seed. If you if you look at the bad seed, the the movie The Bad Seed was shot on that little street right there. It's it's um yeah. It's and also and uh try to spot uh, music, music, music man music man and yeah. music man and east of Eden. Yeah. It's too bad now because a lot of that is no longer there. Oh, remember this with the shoes, Joe? You were this like is what, uh, this is what I said I said I think you're wrong about this. <laughs> I wanted I to know, have her I in those I, shoes. And uh, Joe was like, no, the the shoes are not the point. But I was determined to put Roma in these shoes that she could barely walk in. So, yes, that's why she's it. No, I said basically you because you felt basically Hannah wouldn't wouldn't would look for the things that she could compliment. Mm. And I was saying she would just say anything. And the shoes won. This seems to be my favorite. My favorite line is coming up soon. (laughs) 
It's like, where is it? About the uh, like That's... drug drug war or something like that. There's a lot yeah, of Russian no, mafia. Yeah. Russian yeah. mafia. Yeah. Is there, is there mafia, a lot? Yeah. Where, where is she it? Meant, it's well, coming soon. It's right about, got his fingers into uh, Rosewood. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know besides you know what people do. Like I yeah, like the whole idea of of Roma having like in my mind, Lieutenant Tanner only cared about okay. So there, my favorite <laughs> line in the whole show, right there. All seven seasons. <laughs> I think the heels. I like the idea. I like the idea that Lieutenant Tanner cared about one thing, which was really nice shoes, but nobody <laughs> went with that. So this is the only time you really see her in really nice shoes. I like the idea that she was just like, eh, "Miss, spend my money on shoes." Can I tie uh, it together for you though? The damning evidence against Ashley Marin is like ooh. dirty pumps. Dirty pumps. <laughs> So I think Dirty like, Pumps is like a band from the eighties. Well, I like this too. I like this too because this is Hannah outmatched. Hannah's trying to work her magic here. She thinks she's like accomplishing something, and she's <laughs> yeah, she doesn't realize till too away. late. <laughs> she's and she's just digging a hole. How many times old? This was the best cop work that Lieutenant Tanner ever did. From <laughs> here, it was all downhill. <laughs> <laughs> well, the scene where she well, goes. I mean, here I felt like she was, was an effective. She was an effective cop, but then it was kind of like she fell into the uh, Rosewood uh, malaise somehow, and uh, never she's, solved she's, anything after that. She's Columbo. Oh, is this uh, Hannah says or Caleb says the day? Maybe this is I where that yeah. Yeah. came yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, hey, yeah. don't talk to her. Hey, fashion lady. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. This is one of the rarest long single Steadicam shots I did on the show, like without cuts. I, I didn't cover this in any other way. Caleb knows about talking to cops from his days in Allentown with actual bad guys. Oh, Allentown, my God. He's like, look, I was in that Billy Joel song. I know it's bad. How y'all doing? Well, the little nod from Tanner there. It's her notebook out. That's a nice yeah. transition from the notebook to the written note. Yeah, well, that again, I think, is Joe's writing. He usually would write those kinds of transitions. So it was always it's interesting. Really easy. I, I, did, did you, I don't know if it's a discussion that you and I had, Norma, but it was like, I, or I actually, I would, I would get it from editors who basically said, you don't know, there's a lot of episodic directors come in and they figure everything's going to get. Everything's going to get cut together in a way that has nothing whatsoever to do with how the script is. So they do not plan transitions, even when they're mm-hmm. indicated in the script. And it was one of you know one of the you know when I was back on thirty something, it was the first time I directed grown up stuff. That uh, an interesting that it was like there. no everything everything yeah. everything cuts from something. That's a nice one too. I love this Aria everything script. cuts from something that had, that had a little no. dissolve in it. I didn't. I I don't remember. Yeah, that it could have been. Off, being yeah, there. I. I, yeah. I, I I did that as a cut, and I guess you guys decided to put a dissolve in there because it wasn't me. I didn't do it uh, <laughs> because it was because it basically it, it, the cut was that was. A, I, I feel like that was a network note. That was a network <laughs> note, as I remember. Yeah, that's network. They didn't like a match yeah. cut. They wanted it to be something to yeah. indicate that. Where did they passing. did they get, did they transport? Did they take a car or a bus or something? 
I I hate to waste your guys' time, but I never have an opportunity. Otherwise, is that Toby's art in that apartment? I you mean that? I mean, I, I know it know. it doesn't really matter, but like I just always think like Toby's not like picking out like twenty paintings that he wants on the wall. I forget who actually. Did. I mean, uh, that apartment is that. I don't even. That know was a, that was even... that was a space that I never really wrapped my mind around. Like why he would live there, how he would live there, what what he would have there. It felt like it was very well furnished for a guy in Toby's. He was position. he was remodeling it, so he, yeah. He was, uh, I was just, to yeah. I was surprised. Like. I was surprised that it showed up as early as it did. Yeah, I I just like uh, season three maybe. Well, when did? Oh. God, yeah, it's, it's in season yeah. three. It's right when uh, Toby Savart starts to be suspicious. Um, when is when is when do where, something like that? When is when is when is when does Troy cry on the outside of the door and it's and it's Mona? That's oh, like uh, Love Company. That's, that's three sixteen. Yeah. That's before three, this. It's in three. Yeah. Okay. Which is like the train when when she comes back to confront uh, Mona after she's been to Philadelphia. It's like that backside. It's also where the train lets them out. Oh, this is where they See, go. I like okay. these two. I think these two could have had real chemistry for a while. I was bummed when this whole thing. I don't know what so happened. I, this I was the, oh, happened. and there's the there's the child. The child. Yep. <laughs> Welcome the to child. Don't spit. Don't speak of the child, Martha. <laughs> this is the the bookstore, which I think we didn't talk about it as much in the last one, but this bookstore is called Season Four A, right? <laughs> yeah, oh. but again, they, you could get their kayaks and uh, cronuts. You could get in there. We've barely also even talked about it, Ezra so far. Shocker! Yes, he, I don't. He's not in either of these episodes. Didn't the didn't the child change? Wasn't there one yeah, child and then another child? Nothing too. Yeah. Really? Okay. I love Arya having to explain like who that kid is. So I could see. Oh, I like it, but the way I like about this is basically she clearly doesn't. But the but the next time you see the two of them in the scene together, she's told him the whole story. <laughs> it's on the other side of it, and it there it happened during the commercial break. Yeah, she's told the, him all about it. Is this the hurt or injured? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I could see Jake folding into like later in the seasons when the boys are like. Like Mission Impossible, you know, you you pick them for the mission when you need them, the 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 <laughs> bed buddies, as Brian Holdman called them. And it's like, when do we need high kicks? Let's let's bring Jake on this mission. I feel like Jake would end up getting injured a lot just because he couldn't have it. Or would he be get too physical? Hurt. Or, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> is this where is this where they break up? Is this where they're? Uh... No, no, they're. I, they're I, don't, they're I think he's, he basically tells her, "You got to you got to finish this." Do we ever really see them break up, or does he just like kick a? a, a <laughs> he kicks a the punchy bag. bag full of knives. Yeah. <laughs> Did that never already happen? Again. No, no, that's not until like uh, it's like it's a four second half of the season. Yeah, I just yeah. think I think if people had just had a chance to get used to this relationship, it would have been like it would have been fun to have a triangle longer between Arya and two different guys. You know? I love that he calls her out for kissing him like that. He's like, why would you do that after telling me that story? I mean, yes, I forgot that. It's a, I have used this. This is the only time this this dissertation made it to air, but I actually wrote it for another script and another <laughs> pilot that was, did not go to series. 
I don't know how old Jake is, but I, f- I, I keep my mind, my head canon, he's younger than Ezra, though. Probably. I, I get like, a, oh, yeah. like an age, like 19, maybe. Because when they're, when they're at the hoedown, I feel like there's definitely like a hey, old man vibe when he yeah. confronts Ezra <laughs> at the bar. And then, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Clean over my head. Because <laughs> I'm only four feet tall. <laughs> But I also, I just use it for everything and sometimes it works. I'm sorry. It's the best I got. She's like, I don't understand your sports ball references. <laughs> this this actually is shot on the stage. This was like, we built this uh, set that yeah. season, I think, Joe, right? Because we it needed a... I and I shot on it later. It, just, it, it, was, it was tricky because it was really shallow. There, Yeah, this was really hard. Oh, yeah, and here we are. Shot here we are in, in the Antonioni land. This is uh, yes. Yeah, this is back <laughs> so, out at. Uh, uh, co- you know, this is really. I, I have to. I have to. This is the, this actor is a is, is Nick Tate, and uh, I sat with him. Wow, because I did. I wasn't. In, you know, we were casting from from video, so I had not. I had not met him before the day we were doing this, and I didn't realize that we started talking about that. He's uh he's a. Uh, he was like the number one fighter pilot in space 1999. Oh, nice. wow, okay. And then after we had the conversation uh, and the episode aired, um, somebody I worked with earlier said, well, you know, you hired him in 1991. I said, I did? Yeah, he was actually, <laughs> he actually, I'm sitting there talking to an actor. I had not remembered that he appeared in a movie I wrote. Nice. Nice. I like that that ties into my earlier Mission Impossible joke. Um, like, well, uh, it does. It gives you a Martin, gives you a Martin Lando connection. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, kind of the passenger is like the first Antioni reference that I feel like just because of how, how bright it is. I just thought of it in terms of that modernist, brutalist architecture. Mm. Yeah. It's like if, it was, just, if that was in black and white, it would look like the end of... of no, like these. Look, please. I always, yeah. get, I always get that in North Bay mixed up. Yeah. It just, um, yeah, I don't um, think Eclipse, which is basically a movie which continues after everyone leaves it. Yeah. <laughs> that the, uh, that just, college campus where we shot is just, it's all brutalist architecture. So it's just, um, it's, it's so out of keeping with everything on the rest of the show. That was one of the reasons why I always felt really odd about, you know, we tried to, shoot areas of it that looked um yeah, but they, you would never find that grassy hill on the yeah. studio no that's true it would just be a generic forest yeah and again i also like the fact it's, it's kind of warm and it's warmer and it cuts to the um if you if anyone's interested in in tracing the the dna of this scene they have to go back to uh, a thirty cent, a thirty something episode called uh, "Samurai Ad Man," in which, in, in which you're having, in which two characters are having a conversation with a third character, and they don't realize that he's not all there until the end of the scene. Yeah, it's a fun little twist here, where suddenly you're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> this guy is a little daffy." It's perfect, though. It, it feels like you're always building to this also it's uh it's a bummer that they didn't pick up the the 30 something like not reboot but sequel 
I don't know. I didn't read it, so I really don't. I, I had a chance to read it, and and I felt. I know. I think I, it fell. I, I, I think it fell apart because of COVID. That's what hmm. I was. Yeah, I, and I think it that, and and I think because of 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 its of its antecedent, it would be a hard for it to uh, to uh, uh, hit the uh, diversity bar. Mm, yeah. Forces. But it's funny people ask me about it, and I said basically, well, you know, I kind of like I release these characters to the wild. It's none of my business what happened to them. Like it the air. It just got too heavy for her. Which technically, gravity did kill her. <laughs> Gee, the difference between falling and jumping. Yeah. I mean, I think regardless of, you know, I don't want to get a timeline issues, but all fans can agree. <laughs> gravity <laughs> is what killed Marion Kavanaugh. <laughs> yes, let's be fair about it. Oh, but I don't want to calculate. We had so much. There's so much. Don't look at the timeline for how old that mother is. Mother, yeah. oh, the snow globe scene is so so fun. That's when I was just like, I have got to write Keegan Allen a, an apology note because he is a genius. <laughs> is that which one is that? It's like four two four? maybe. It's it's, it's when he has the flashback. Four, yeah. yeah, with him and Allison, okay. and she's like bagging on his mother to him. It's like your mom's lazy. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. See, I mean, I'm looking at this, Joe, and I'm. I, there's so many things I'd do different now, but oh well. It's just the the performances are great, but the um, yeah, th- that bench just sitting out there in the middle of nowhere, and then. But it's weird. I kind of, you know, what it reminds me of actually uh, an Edward scene in in Edward Dimitrix, uh Mirage, which I which is. Again, I tried to I tried to convince just every every other writer on the show to watch Mirage, in terms of how to structure amnesia, and recall. Um, where's the train? That was a that was a perfect example of the way that Joe and I used to talk on sets. You know, like, <laughs> be like, be like this reminds me of a scene in such and so. I remember us getting to visit you guys, and you were talking about a movie and a possible remake and something something, and I. You were like, oh, blah, 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 Ray K- RKO. And I was like, holy shit, is RKO still a company? <laughs> it was at the uh, time, but they, sh- they should have told, we should have, they didn't. Yeah, we oh, were yeah, This we, is uh, Creepy Kim. Is this, is this uh, our girls? Are the, yes. Is this oh, our, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is our yeah. girls. And, yeah. and this is also, again, in terms, of, in, terms of, in terms of DNA and genetic background, this is a, this is a mesh of uh, Preston Sturgis writing for Barbara Stanwyck in in Lady Eve when when she describes the women looking at uh, at Hopsey and um, this is a completely uh, different tone than that movie, Joe. This doesn't like have anything similar with that movie at all. However, the because I... but it also <laughs> it also is drawn from uh, Dialem for Murder with the police with uh, john williams watching looking out the window oh, yeah. as yeah that's a better comparison yeah, as, yeah well, the, 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 the lady eve is uh is <laughs> a little like uh that's a bit of a stretch uh, well it's, all right i should have done the hitchcock first yeah but about <laughs> when he realizes he doesn't have the latch no i see what you mean though you, you're talking about the voiceover itself yes, like she's yes, talking ma'am. for you know little team you know, you'll moment. figure it out come on figure it out but, but the fact figure, that you'll you, figure it out, you've got time. Is that that's actually looking at Ray Milan out the window? 
that you have the moment with Tanner at the beginning, I think is brilliant to bring it back with Team Sparia. I like how the first thing Melissa did when she got home was pour herself a glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) My earbud just died. Did it? Oh, no, not if you can hear me. (laughs) We can still hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Now, that was all shot on the set. That was not outside. That yeah. was also okay. on but the it's, set. But it's, I, yeah. I love the way it's, 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 but it's perfect coverage. There's a lot of it. But you and then it. this, all of this was shot out on the back lot. This whole living room was uh, done out on the back lot. So the houses were all segmented. You guys saw the girls' bedrooms, right? When you came to the set, they're like all the three bedrooms were all together. Four bedrooms. I don't, I don't think so. I wish. No, I, I no. think we saw. I think pretty sure we saw Arya's room and Spencer's. Um, I think there was like a bunch of stuff in Spencer's. Maybe like they'd like moved a bunch of stuff into one of the rooms. We saw to, like, Allison's because that was right off of where you were filming. Uh, yeah. Doctor, I forgot her name's office. But I would have killed to see Arya's bedroom in the yellow wallpaper. I think Hannah's the wallpaper is all torn off at the time. Mm. Oh right, been, right, 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 right. Yeah, that's probably yeah, been. and it was probably it was still probably deconstructed because of all that dollhouse stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, so. yeah, yeah. I love. I always love how Jacob Clifton summed it up. It's not about putting the girls in the dollhouse. It's about putting the dollhouse in the girls. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is a good scene. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was good. Oh, this and, is the uh, fight in the front yard. Yeah. It's causing more of a scene for all the neighbors to see. He just know they have some yep. no, nosy neighbor picking up a phone right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there are these people who don't look like Americans, and I thought you should know about it. Which is fine because Wayne will be like, Officer, I'm also an agent of the patriarchy. Let's uh, <laughs> talk it out. Is this Caleb saving the day some more? I guess so. Um, yeah, she went. She went to. I think we found out in the previous episode. She went to Tom Marin's house to like get a gun for protection or something. Yeah, like or, that. Well, do, did she actually take the gun? Yes. Did she say she took it? It's missing. So, but did she take the... it? I don't remember now. I can't. I could not tell you the, this... the timeline for what happened at the lake. This whole thing was done so that we could get them inside without having to look out because we had no reverse on the stage for the outside <laughs> of uh so that's why that whole thing happened off camera. Yeah, Hannah yeah. gets the gun. Oh, what do you, oh who did kill Wilden? I don't remember. <laughs> uh Charlotte? Uh, maybe. Uh well, sure. <laughs> in the in the next episode, the I'm sorry. Best ever titled episode of PLL, Gamma Zeta Die. And we'll try to hide the gun at a frat. Yeah. Right. Right. That's McGareth. Yeah. And that's Maya, I think, isn't it? Oh, is that the bees? Oh, I was so close to the bees. <laughs> You're so close to the bees. I love her yeah. dress here. See, it's... like, we, we always cut away from the, like, because you, you, you couldn't shoot out that front door. There was nothing yeah. there. I think craft services were there. You could have gotten, right. like, a, a pretzel or something. <laughs> Because the the exterior of that house is like so much bigger than the rest of this house. 
Well, well the exterior of the house exterior. doesn't match the interior at all. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We saw the exteriors over in Warner Village. But, yeah, um, but it looks it was, like it's a, you know. it's a, a diff- very different house. Aria's pants here. Aria's dressed like Harley Quinn yeah. here. And then I love the fact that uh, Melissa is dragging a whole a whole bag full of masks. <laughs> it's like, is the sack big enough for Hector? Good. I love the way they're lit from the, yeah. the bottom. This was an all-nighter. This yeah. was like, I think we shot this like at five in the morning or something. It was really long because there's actually a daylight scene coming up that we must have done like at five o'clock or something. Um, uh, You'll see it in a minute. So this is a Friday. I just love the Friday. I just love that we got to come back to Hector Live here. It's like we weren't done with them yet. Love her outfit there too. It's kind of like she's she's you're going to get to whatever. If you're you're trying to hide, if you're trying to hide, you want to be sure to wear something sparkly. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, she's trying to hide like on the third floor of the Museum of Modern Art. That's a really creepy, like headless thing behind her. There, there's a there's a almost Archer Dunhill mask right there. But like uh, this, (laughs) the Aria thing gets into like one of my favorite. Like whenever you do like a Google image search of PLL. Just Aria looking at the rows of Allison masks. I always yeah. am mesmerized by that image. Nice flashlight. I always like it because like it's not it's not a meta image, but it's a completely appropriate image for the oddness of this series. Interesting how when Hannah was in that same position, she saw herself. Well, again, you know, it goes back to what I was talking the last time we did one of these podcasts. It's it's surreal. There's yeah. all the surrealism. Yeah. I just love this well, and because it's such a, it's so um, it's so uncanny. So picture that all of those faces of Allison were actually names, and they were on a blackboard. <laughs> a dream set in the future. I mean, <laughs> whoa! Oh, and then and then when she's just he's like, we're coming up to where he's like, you got a nice face, and she's like, and I'm going to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> This guy's great. Was there ever crazy, aren't you? Was there ever an idea to bring him back for any reason? (laughs) I don't think I don't know. I I think we would have I think we would have benefited from uh more characters like this. Mm. They would have been a lot of fun. Okay, so here okay, so this is stage, but she they're actually yeah, Norman, you had this at least two shots you had to get in daylight, and that must that must have No, 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 this was shot on the stage. No, no, but she leaves the room. She leaves this building. Yeah, she goes outside. There's the mysterious yeah, car, yeah. the mysterious driver. Yeah, but we shot that at twilight. We shot that before we did all night. You yeah, know, but I'm just thinking, I'm assuming I'm assuming that run out was the first up, and then the night yeah, mm, yeah. ahead of us. And, and we ended on we ended on the dock. Yeah. So this was yeah. This was like a this was shot like around five p.m. Yeah. Yeah. It would. Yeah. He is all Vulcan eyebrows and like Toby's do rag hair. <laughs> well, it's like a flashback to two years ago, but he's dressed like he's in the 90s. <laughs> Bad angle. So, who would have that been in the car? Would that have been Ezra? I have absolutely no idea. 
I think we tried to figure it out on the podcast once and we came up with nothing. Yeah, brain. I, you know, I mean, I, maybe I, and I hate to say it because I always because I. Oh, I know who it was. It it was the jazz club owner. Yes. Or uh, the guy who, or or the or the theater impresario, one of those two. Yeah. Was the jazz club? Was that Club Nightingale? Am I wrong about that? That's the one before because because Norman, you direct. Did you you directed the season opener that's Escape from New York? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't remember like well, who the theater's owned by Ezra's owned family, the theater. right? I think the it's theater's Ezra's owned by Ezra's yeah. family, but she he wasn't the one that was letting her stay there. Mm. She had to make friends with somebody who was, uh, Clive Barnes. This was, this was all fun because this is all like, you know, what does all this mean? And here's this great line. Like like that shot too. Yeah. I'm going to keep it too. Yeah. And this was nice. I love that little doc they built. Yeah. We, I used it a couple of times. It was always nice. This is where Arya confronts Mike about the blood, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, and the only thing is, yeah, it's not supposed to be the same one because it, well, it's got Gatsby's green light on the end of it when I, when I, yeah, saw. yeah, mm, yeah. Mike, isn't it weird that there's a guy who makes masks right over there? <laughs> isn't that a cool idea? Never said no, we didn't laugh. But again, God bless him. These are, be this that there's all sorts of information in the scene and it's not particularly accurate i don't so that line about this isn't about some stupid club was that uh kind of intentional to be like forget about the nat club very likely i mean this is you're looking you're looking at two women um really pulling a heavy load and acting at the same time and you don't feel it because they're playing the sisters yeah but written in such a way that i think you can easily slot in you know all of the bye bye blackbird you know you don't realize that i just killed a girl and buried it alive for her yeah i'm assuming you did not have that mapped out at this point yeah it was that part was mapped out that part knew Yeah. yeah that part was all mapped out at this point okay yeah once you once you knew that she was on the train you you but I, and I don't remember having to, I don't remember being nailed by either one of the ladies for, for something I was asking them to say that didn't make any sense. Yeah, because I remember like at this point, I knew where the stories were going and what was mm-hmm. happening. And there there were things that were already people, had been discussed. People on the internet insist <laughs> that you made up the whole uh, CC reveal like at the last minute, no matter how many yeah. times you guys say you didn't. Oh no! This was shot. This was shot at. Uh, this is very cat people like. This was. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The, that was the whole um, um, inspiration here. Yeah, my sound quality is going to change because I just lost my earbuds, so oh, I'm on the machine now. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think this we... was pretty. This def- This was definitely worth doing, Joe. You were. Yeah. Um, this was the good reason to go out there. Was um... we got our, some of our first hints about what you guys are talking about with uh, the shot at the end of the uh, Halloween episode on the train, where that's where we first see Allie's hand come up out of the grave. So we know something else that was already afoot there for a long time. Mm-hmm. She's and a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. in terms of um, 
set design and all of that had to be reverse engineered, you know, because we were building back into things. I love this shot. Yeah, I, love that. I loved everything about it. Remember yeah. we had those guys out there in the lake, you know, who yeah. were fishing that stuff out for us. Hmm. And this is a pretty scene. I like that. So they're still dating at this point, right? Yeah. It's at oh, the end of the season that she has like the yeah. It's because when Allie comes back and Paige has that. Don't don't man. even bring it up because I don't want to deal with the shippers. So <laughs> don't worry, they're they're not going to attack you, Norman. I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, this was you know, cover. I'm terribly, man, boy, when I when I put on that social media that I was going to be helping out in the perfectionist. Uh, I didn't know how violently I was hated by people. <laughs> and I don't care because you know, this, was actually that, this was actually a better couple. You just have to you just have to wonder what all that was about with uh I've told you my gossip girl stories with the shippers. Yeah. No, you have terrible, terrible experience. I certainly did. Oh, and then this is where the I remember this too. Yeah, Man, the narcs like who live on the street. These people, how something like this could happen. Is this? Is this the other cop? There's like name in season seven. That I was always constantly like, "What is this guy? Who is this guy?" No, no it can't I can't be. No idea. Did it know glasses. This was just that? some. Um, oh, she's like. She looks. Um, she looks serious. That cop. Yeah, she looks very serious. Yeah. Well, they had to be. They had. They would have had to have taken a policewoman on this. Well, like, because Wayne is like, she doesn't understand. I'm an agent of the patriarchy. Look at my hands. Clearly on my hips. <laughs> and that's less. We'll see Melissa for a while. Well, it says off to army wives or wherever it was. <laughs> Off with or, a, or London, we don't know, or a corner of Wonder Brothers backlot that looks especially like London. Yeah, she's going to London because eventually Toby will visit her there. Oh God! That kind of like, okay, guys, Melissa's not a for a while, so you can stop thinking about her because she's on Army Wise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know that was one of the things that was difficult about the show is because sometimes there would be storylines and then they'd have to be reinvented because you didn't have access to somebody. You only had access to the the regular players. And then if somebody was not on a regular contract, they could go off and do whatever they wanted. And um, Tori wasn't on a regular contract. Yeah. I know. You don't have a train whistle. No, but the tea kettle was, the tea kettle was scripted. And then this, I can't remember what's happened in here. It's the mask. But oh, you'll know in a second. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The mask had been uh, fished out. And, uh, Creepy dog. So who would who who was doing this at this point? Was this was this CC? Must yeah. have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of people, a couple of sets of hands. See, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is all. Salvador Dali esque. This is surrealism. <laughs> well, yeah, with a little little mural. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was fun. No, oh. oh, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. it was fun. To, it was fun to do this with you, Joe. It's fun. Like we yeah. should do. Um, 
I keep I keep making these guys invite me back. We should do the uh, two um, after the dollhouse episode at some point. We should do those. Yeah, those would be fun to do down the line. Yeah, yeah, that one. I, that one. Yeah. I think we were really Joe and I were really just doing shit we wanted to do at that point. <laughs> it's just like, wouldn't this be fun? Wouldn't it be fun to yeah. steal this shot from this movie? You yeah. know, yeah. it's like and, uh, and while we're at it, maybe I'll just like I'll just like end this plot point and just like you know. You that the the other two is got have got God who's it? it's not even it's not Roma it's another cop who's interrogating uh, Aria and her mom and they're and it's like the, the there's the high school kid that they think is guilty yeah oh and and, uh, yeah and I threw uh, in a line that I never and I put in a line that I thought would never stay which was basically. We're, we're looking at his tax records because we just don't quite understand how he could afford to do this. <laughs> Which was all, I mean, I was, yes, it's like, clearly, I, I'm not sure. I, I got the point. Uh, Mark, I think he must have passed a major bond issue and raised <laughs> the money to build these things. See, I love the fact that Joe figured all this stuff out. Like, there was like the, this, he had this whole backstory that uh, I wasn't even, aware of until deep 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 into the show you know well i was, but, well, uh, was like because we took because i told i talked about it on my on my on my exit interview was yeah Brian i remember and I we're talking yes. about there has to there have to be tunnels mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's just no way and we can do that we can, we've got some buildings who can simply say it took place yeah that that's a fun that's a fun uh, backstory there you know it would be fun it was interesting because uh, you know i uh, maybe we should sign off and then keep talking all right so, uh, <laughs> well sorry guys but, uh, yeah. we'll be tell the stories that you can hear <laughs> thanks for listening and, uh, yeah thanks for coming on we always appreciate having you guys as oh guests. thank you and for still being interested in this stuff hopefully yeah, we'll do so. another one yeah yeah in the future until then have yeah. a good one all right bye-bye i like the future thank <laughs> you